This is a bonus episode regarding COVID-19, protecting your family without panicking. podcast hosted by health coach Heather, master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. Hang out with me each week to learn recipes, exercise practices, and coaching tips to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Please note that the info provided in the show is intended to educate and elevate, but it's not meant to be a substitute for advice from your medical provider. Welcome, everybody, to the Healthy Families Rule podcast. Your host, Health Coach Heather, here to kind of help you navigate some of the scary stuff that's happening with COVID-19. I want to help you protect your family. I want to give you some real-time facts and just help you with the rapid panic that's spreading throughout the world over this COVID-19 virus. I thought that I would just jump on here, give you a bit of my expertise on this topic. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know the scientific details of the virus, but as a health coach, one of my main jobs is to help my clients boost their immune systems so they're less likely to get sick, or if they do get sick, they can kick it a lot quicker. And so I have to give you a little bit of the doom and gloom first because I've been doing a lot of research on this topic myself. And some of the research I'm going to be giving you is given through a man named Michael Osterholm. And he has worked with governors and serves as a, as a science envoy along with teaching at a university. He's a medical scientist and his life's work is really researching these diseases. So I felt like he was a good a good match for kind of the information that I do want to share with you today to help us. So how serious is the situation? Well, some people will tell you not to panic, while others say it's irresponsible to be calm. And the doomsdayers, you know, the guys that are on the reality TV show, I'm sure they're very excited right now because they were, they're saying, ha, we told you so, and they were prepping all this time, and people were watching this and saying they were crazy, but look, now they're all excited because they get to use a lot of that storage that they have and, and preparedness that they have ready to go. And so they, they're able to help their families, of course, and help others, which brings them peace of mind. But who's right and who's wrong? Well, no one's right and no one's wrong here. What you are feeling about this situation is completely normal and fine for you. Personally, as a coach, I don't think any action should be taken from a place of scarcity and panic. I can take action with a clear, calm mind, knowing that my needs will be met no matter what. I don't have to hoard a bunch of toilet paper and pasta. I can take what I need for now and live in a place of knowing that whatever I need will come to me when I need it. And if all of us had this mindset, we would all have what we need for sure and supplies wouldn't run out. I just wonder what our country would look like if we were trained to really remain calm in a state of crisis and panic like this. Like if the media had us practicing drills for this, some deep belly breathing, positive thinking, and steps to managing our emotions, and we were constantly practicing those, we'd feel so much more prepared for this. What if we all hunkered down and just started growing our own gardens? How cool would it be 
for the fruit and vegetable seed companies to make a little more money at this time. It makes me wonder what our world is coming to when a fight breaks out in a store over a roll of toilet paper, people. Why? And so the real question becomes, how do we stock up on what we need for future use, yet still be mindful of other people, leaving enough for others? How much is enough? And that's what you really got to ask yourself. A growing concern is the release of inmates in our gels, because I know in, in the city where my sister lives, the gel has released 27 inmates in the past 48 hours. Now, these aren't major crimes, they're minor ones, but you know, still it makes people a little bit uneasy. So that's one of the other concerns with the virus we have that, that possibly we weren't thinking about. And then um, I'm gonna get into conspiracy theories just a little bit, but I will tell you, that if you're thinking it's from 5G, because a lot of the health and wellness people believe that 5G is uh, making this spread more rapidly, and 5G is, is your Wi-Fi, that the signals are a lot stronger now with that 5G. Although 5G doesn't penetrate the skin, it's 60 megahertz, which is the exact frequency that upsets oxygen in the body. So it's going to lower your immunity and may cause respiratory disease. So the virus in a 5G world can make it you know all the worse so just knowing that we want to be a little bit prepared that's one thing we aren't thinking about moving on here um, in Shakespearean times theaters would shut down completely people would try to get out to the countryside because this would happen often they'd have viruses coronavirus has been around for a very long time it's uh, that SARS and MERS they were coronaviruses so it's something that has been here should we wear masks there's two kinds of masks. There's your surgical mask, and there's the N95 respirator, and it's a sealed mask. It's a tight-fitting mask. It's what people call the apocalypse mask, and those masks are very effective. But if you're wearing a surgical mask, thinking that the virus can't get through it, that's also false because it can go through the sides of the mask that are, are kind of open there. Um, if you're infected and you're out and about, why are you out and about for one? All right, you need to stay inside. But yes, you need to be wearing any mask, okay? Surgical mask is fine. When I see people walking around wearing masks, I'm kind of assuming that they are the ones infected and I'm steering way clear of them. But it might come down to where we're all um, mandatory that we all wear masks. So I just want you to know that it, it's not a total protection from this virus, but uh, it's, I guess for some people, I think it's better than nothing. So there you go. Now I want to talk about Michael Osterholm's work a little bit. When when he was asked how serious is this, should we be should we be panicking, or is this overblown? He says, well, this is just the beginning, and this will unfold for months yet. It's acting like an influenza virus. You're being infected before you even get sick. Best guess we have right now is this could be 10 to 15 times worse than the worst flu season we've seen in terms of illness. This could require 48 million hospitalizations, 96 million cases occurring, and over 400,000 deaths that could occur over the next several months. So he says that this is nothing to be taken lightly. Northern Italy is in a complete shutdown right now, and that's the challenge with a disease like this. It can spread very quickly. In Milan, they need all hands on deck in hospitals, and they have to decide who they have to let die. 
So this is serious. There are many infected cases there that are even in the age range of 40, 40 to 50, 40 to 60. So it's actually not just old people. The primary risk factors for death is being old, yes, for sure. But also people who smoke and they have obesity, they are at risk. Obesity is just like smoking in terms of severe life-threatening diseases. We'll get more life-threatening cases because these risk factors. So think about people with high blood pressure as well. And let's talk quickly about incubation period. How long is the time period from when you breathed in the virus until you get sick? In this case, it's about four days. And so we might be exposed to people who are asymptomatic with no symptoms, but it could affect us completely different than it affects them because of genetics and, and maybe some underlying health issues that we have. I would plan on this going on for another three to six months just to be on the safe side. I could be wrong. It could be shorter. It could be a lot longer. What can the average person do? Well, you know if you're over 55 and you have underlying health problems, then right now you need to avoid large spaces with lots of people, which is probably pretty easy. They've shut a lot of that down. And if you're hoping there will be a vaccine for this soon, there won't. So don't get your hopes up there. That takes a long time to create and work out. How does a disease run through a population? Well, just like it is right now, but if everyone gets it, in some form or another, then they can't keep transmitting to others. We'd all naturally be immune because we've all been through it. So don't be like super duper scared to get it. Um, if you get it, a lot of times it's, it feels like a cough or, or the flu or worst case scenario, pneumonia, you know, worst, worst case scenario is death. But if you can, I'm going to teach you how to take care of your body so that if it happens and, it, and you get it or your kids get it, you're going to feel like you're able to kick it. So we closed down those schools because kids get infected and then they could transmit it to parents. That could be um, a really bad thing if the parents aren't healthy. But kids aren't getting sick hardly at all. In China, only 2.9% of cases were under the age of 18. They get infected but not sick. And we should have a plan in place for this stuff. If we close schools, we might not have enough doctors or nurses to help on the front lines because they need to watch their kids when their kids aren't in school. Maybe they can't find babysitters and that's gonna be a problem. So we need a plan in place for each thing and this might be a good thing that comes out of the coronavirus. Plans will come into place and we need to protect our healthcare workers for sure because they are on the front line. Not everyone can do their job, so we have to protect these workers. We can't suddenly duplicate these guys. We can't wait until the crisis to fix these things. And we spend about 0.0001% on public health compared to our defense department. And look how vulnerable we are. It's not a war or a missile taking us out. Right now, it's a virus. And there are 153 drugs right now that people absolutely need for survival to take for their um, medications and supply chains are going down in China and India where these generic drugs are being made. So that's going to be a problem that we don't really think about or talk about. So is this a biological weapon that Wuhan has released? Is this man-made? I'm going to say no, no, no. This thing clearly jumped from an animal to a human and there's no evidence that it's an engineered bug. And so the real concern is actual diseases and not man-made diseases. 
we really could not have crafted this on this magnitude. This is mother nature doing her thing. And so we think about animals being infected. Well, deer, deer are also infected with this virus and also CWD, which is chronic wasting disease. This is mostly found in mule deer and whitetail and particularly bucks. So if you're eating deer, please get it tested. But hunting is very important um, for, a herd, for herd management in these situations. So people know this and they're trying to control the population of deer. You can go on a website, www.cidrap.umn.edu. I'll post that in the show notes. You can read more about the coronavirus, how it's affecting um, populations of animals too, and what you can do to protect yourself. But I want to talk about how to boost the immune system. And the beautiful thing here is there's ways we can do this that are delicious and healthy and we're not going to feel super deprived. But I kind of envy the ketosis people right now, people on the keto diet. You know why? Because if we do go into a state of crisis where we just can't get food, those people's bodies are already trained to only eat one to two meals a day. They're really just using food as fuel. They're not grazing on so many meals throughout the day, um, you know, three to five to six meals a day, which the average American does. They snack all day long. These people are trained to go long periods without a lot of food. So this might be the time to start a, a ketosis diet, the keto diet, to see, see what you think about that. And, or what you can do is stretch out your eating periods longer. Really put a timer maybe four to five hours between when you eat one meal to when you eat the next. And that's going to help regulate blood sugar too and help you be a little bit healthier. Train your body to be in a fasting state more often. And then eat the right foods for the meal that you do eat. So I want to get into this right now so we can really figure out what you should be eating right now to boost your immune system and maybe a little bit about supplements too or just some things like that. Let's talk about the right foods for boosting the immune system. The coronavirus is spread by coughing or sneezing in the air and it affects the lungs. We know that. It's not your gut. It's not your skin. The lungs need to be working really well and saturated fat is what we need to boost the immunity of the lungs. I know some people would disagree with me, but saturated fats are fats that are solid at room temp temperature. And these happen to be all the delicious foods that actually prevent illness. And so knowing this, we need to eat foods that strengthen the lungs. And these are going to be all your foods that contain vitamin A. And so vitamin A is our number one protection against disease. Vitamin A contains your good saturated fat. This has been well known for a very long time and most Americans don't get enough vitamin A. There's no vitamin A in fruits and vegetables. The food that provides us with vitamin A is liver and you can take desiccated liver pills but I want you to think about cod liver oil and organ meats and pate. Did you know before the Second World War, before we had antibiotics, cod liver oil was recognized as what gave us protection against infectious disease. There was a huge campaign to get people to take cod liver oil because it protected people from the measles and the flu. And then antibiotics came along and were touted as the new scientific thing and cod liver, it got pushed to the side. Get well recommended brands if you do get cod liver oil, but I would be taking some cod liver oil and I'll link some in the show notes as well. But I want you to have 
some that are not heated and have not been tampered with a lot, some good cod liver oil. And then you might ask, well, what about fish oil? And fish oil and cod liver oil are not the same thing. Fish oil is boiled for hours at 200 degrees. So some people claim that it's actually not a good supplement for you. So take cod liver oil through this epidemic and you'll feel more relaxed. Think grass-fed butter and egg yolks, caviar and fatty fish. These are what your body needs right now to thrive. And coconut oil, that's a very good fat for viruses. Eat one tablespoon every day, melt it in a mug with your bone broth or throw it in soups. Coconut oil can kill the coronavirus, that's what I was told. MCT oil, what about it? Well, this is, a good, this is good too, but it's missing that lauric acid and that lauric acid is really valuable in what we're trying to do here. In regards to the virus, I want you to respect the concern, but don't panic. Because when you panic, you're depleting yourself of that vitamin A, the very vitamin you need to fight this virus. So we need vitamin A, but we also need vitamin D because vitamin D and vitamin A are like twins. They work together. Every molecule of vitamin A requires vitamin D and every molecule of vitamin D requires vitamin A. They need each other. And if you're taking too much vitamin D, that's going to deplete you of vitamin A, especially if you're not taking any. So I want you to have foods that are rich in both vitamins. Some really great vitamin D foods are cod liver oil, salmon, canned tuna, egg yolks, mushrooms, shrimp, oysters, okra, oatmeal, cheese, yogurt, beef liver. There's also some, some fruits and veggies there, avocados, melon, peaches, apricots, broccoli, papaya, carrots, sweet potatoes. Real good whole foods is what you really, really, really need to be focusing on right now. And vitamin C, that will definitely boost your immunity. You can get it, of course, from your citrus or you can get this from fermented veggies. There's 10 times more vitamin C in your fermented sauerkraut than in just regular cabbage. And the fermentation process increases the vitamin C. But if you're supplementing with a vitamin, go ahead and take a powdered plant vitamin C, which is more natural. And FYI, not that you care really, but the glands of caribou and moose have high vitamin C. If you're willing to go out, kill one of those and eat the glands, uh, yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Especially if those animals are infected. We have to know that first, don't we? Bone broth. Bone broth is high in glycine, and glycine is the number one detoxifier in the body. I'm making bone broth daily at my house. We're sipping on mugs every day. It supports digestive health and respiratory disease. So buy the whole chicken, organic chicken, and go ahead and slow cook the bones. You need that collagen for your skin, bones, and joints, and feed and support that collagen production in your body with some homemade bone broth. I'll link my video recipe in the show notes uh, of this so you can see how I make my bone broth. And then of course, raw milk, that contains components that also support the immune system. A source of glutathione and white blood cells, that's what's in the milk. So milk from stores, it's actually highly processed through pasteurization. It's heated to 230 degrees, it kills everything in the milk. And so you wanna really look for raw milk. That's really the best you can get. So let's recap. 
here's what you need to boost that immunity. Some grass-fed butter or lard, coconut oil, organic meats, raw organic cheese, raw milk, some ghee, that would be really good, grass-fed butter like we said, cod liver oil, bone broth, fermented foods, grass-fed plain Greek yogurt would be really good. And in addition, you can do some wellness shots from Suja. Look for like a turmeric and ginger wellness shot that doesn't have sugar in it, okay? You can do kombucha if it's low sugar. There's Kombucha Aid. That's a good brand for that. Whole turmeric. If you find some whole turmeric in your produce section, just like ginger, it looks like ginger a little bit. But you can grate that into teas and make some, some teas with it. But just put a little black pepper with it so you, your body can absorb that turmeric better and have it help your body. And then there's immune-boosting tea like elderberry. There's ivy drips. And then I would definitely lower my alcohol intake or cease drinking alcohol completely during this time. All right? That's what I would suggest for you. So you're going to get through this. I don't want you to panic. I just want to help you to be prepared and to know what's out there. Because I don't want to be one of those coaches that that is uh, just calm and happy all the time. Although I do feel um, oddly calm about all of this. Um, but we do have something to worry about here. We just, we're un- it's uncertain times. We don't know. And so we want the best information to protect our body. And I also heard, you know, if you do have that high blood pressure, keep taking your meds, of course. <sighs> I heard that licorice, black licorice, like maybe a licorice tea can really help boost the immune system, but just watch your blood pressure in case uh, you don't want to take too much, you know, it could spike that, but that's another supplement. So there's lots of good herbs and supplements out there. Continue to take your vegetables and fruits, you know, and be really as healthy as you can. I know a lot of people at this time, because of the crisis, they're feeling a lot of anxiety and therefore a lot of emotional eating. And this is what we really have to become aware of. So we're not doing it at least as often, and we're mostly making the best choices we can to boost our immune system and help our bodies give us a fighting chance should it spread through our own homes. We want to be as healthy as we can. One thing I was talking to my husband about last night is you can't just get healthy overnight. If you're already overweight and you're already struggling with health issues, you know, that didn't come overnight either. And so getting that weight off and getting to your healthiest state ever, it's not an overnight thing. You need to start right now. I can't stress that enough. So if you need a coach to help you lose weight, to get healthy, I am here for you guys. If you need a coach to help you manage your brain around all of this coronavirus stuff, it's causing you a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression and stress, guess what? I'm trained. I have the tools to help you manage your emotions and your brain around all of this. And right now for this time period, for what's going on, maybe for the next couple of weeks, I'm offering my coaching at half price. So I'm going to put that in the show notes as well. If you're interested, you can go click on that and schedule a coaching session with me and I will help you manage everything that's going on. Because really the most important thing right now If you're already doing your best to eat clean and you're doing some exercising and getting, you know, your run in or whatever you're doing to kind of help your cardiovascular to get a little strength training going. In addition, you need to manage your stress. We need to help you figure out 
how you can unwind from everything that's going on in the world. And I think the biggest thing, you guys, is really if you're watching the news, limit limit how much you how much you watch and for every hour of news you watch or listen to i want you to listen to a motivational uplifting podcast or read a really good book that has nothing to do with what's going on that can kind of take your brain into a whole different world and experience life experience life the way it was before this even happened Try to find some things that uplift and motivate you. Even though everything's shut down and it's scary right now and it's uncertain, this is the time to really be doing some personal growth and even creating a vision board for what you want the next year or two of your life to look like. You know, where you want to be in five years from now, what you hope and dream our world will look like from now. What good do you think might come out of this situation And how can you uplift others and get yourself to a mental state where you're clear, you're focused, you're calm, you've got patience. And when someone comes along your way who's going crazy over this, you're able to walk them through it and help them with their emotions. And this is really our time, you guys, to thrive and to step up and help each other with the skills that we have. And that's what I want to offer to you is as a coach, let me be here to help you. Don't, there is no need for unnecessary suffering over this. I can help you get everything out of your head that's going on in there. So please book your session. And with that, I'm going to leave you and I will be back as always Saturday morning at 7 a.m. with another great podcast to help uplift and inspire you and help you create strong, resilient families in this time that we're living in, this confused, uncertain world. That's what I'm all about. So come find us over at Healthy Families Rule on Facebook. Join our weekly challenges. I'll always have something for you to be working on. So you can work work on your mental and emotional and physical health and become the best person you can possibly be. Love you guys. You're going to get through this. We're all going to get through this together. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. enjoying this podcast would you mind heading over to itunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate this show give me a five-star review i would love to hear your comments and be sure to check the show notes of this podcast for any little handouts or tips i give you there and come on over to our private facebook page healthy families rule join us in weekly challenges to motivate and inspire you to be healthier and to be better each day